Boy, I love radio. But I love a good pee even more. Turn it up and piss somebody off. Shake a leg and zip it up. Oh my God. Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Boy, do we got one for you today. Thanks for everybody listening over on WMMRDB Rockford. You can get us live on the radio 24-7, 365 a year by downloading the Android app in Saint Throttle Radio. I'm going to be addressing today Big Cell from Fate boy, did he light the internet on fire, baby. He did a video about one percenters and how it seems like anytime there's an event, anytime there's a party, that there's trouble. And I'll let you hear it in his own words, and I'm going to give a reply. I also find it funny after that video, because in that video, he said he hired cops to be security and that if anything goes wrong, it's the problem of the people that done some stupid stuff. And then you had all these ignorant people come back and say, well, you're a snitch, you're a rat. And you got to step back a second and say to yourself, what the hell are you talking about? This man has a legitimate promotion company, meaning he throws biker events. In order to throw a rally that's of any size, you have to get a permit from City Hall. You're just not getting around it. And most of the time with City Hall, you have to basically hire off-duty cops as security. Or they're not giving you anything, man. They're not giving you a permit because what's going to happen is they got to cover the cost of the overtime for the cops, everything. So you're going to have to put in some money for it. Well, that's not true. Well, yes, it is. We learned that in Ohio with Easy Riders. The sheriff pulled his guys from the event. Thus, the location of the event said, no, we don't want you here anymore. Because they want that police presence if they're going to give a permit. That's what Big Cell did. He's a legitimate business and you have to play by the rules. He isn't in, uh, you know, I think he's in a riding club. But his business has nothing to do with being a rat, being a cop. Man, we went over that with the last time somebody was called a rat, which was Bobby D uh, with his production company. Well, he talked to the IRS. It's his business, you morons. 
I get it. Hooked on phonics didn't work for you. I get it. You don't understand business. You're so caught up in the fact that legitimate businesses have to work with cops. That doesn't make you a snitch. Don't make you a rat. You're earning a living. Big Cell was very upset, and I see why he was, because a friend of his was shot at a party. I don't know the details of it. You would have to go to him, talk to him about all the details. He put out a video. Instead of anniversary flyers, we're sending out obituaries. I get hell all the time. I get hell all the time with my platform. It's like you can't do no right. If you go down the middle, you're always going to piss somebody off. Well, you're not being hard enough on clubs. You're always protecting them. Oh, I get that a lot. Even though I said, damn, man, the last two videos, uh, the coverage was kind of harsh. So for you to come back and say something like that is like mind boggling. Well, you never put out the side of the story that some of us independents and some of our clubbers are feeling. So I seen this video. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that for you. I'm going to put out that side. On the condition that everybody knows that just because you see stuff happening in the news on our stuff or nationwide, it's only individuals that do that stuff. It doesn't make the entire club criminal. Then you have the argument well, the club should police themselves. 100% agree. You'll have people say, well, that's my brother. I'm going to back him no matter what. Well, brotherhood, in my viewpoint, entails everybody. It's just not about one person. So if one person is bringing Leo to your door, that ain't real brotherhood anyway, is it? Because they're doing that to you. I regress, though. I want to get into some of this stuff with Big Cell and give some my opinions on it. And boy, what he said, a lot of people were actually thinking. So let's go to this. Check it out for a second. Not strong enough to stand. If you're not finna defend that. If you're not finna tell whoever it is, any outcast, any OMC, any outcast, Wheels of Soul, Thundergar, whoever the fuck it is, if you're not finna stand against them when they are wrong, then stop inviting people to your shit. Okay, what he's talking about is this party where some one percenter showed up, there was problems. And the people that were hosting the party didn't provide any security for it. That's what he's talking about right now. We are to the point now where we're coming out to the party and don't know if we're going to make it home or not. It's getting to the point to whereas 
I don't even go nowhere. I don't, I'm, not, I'm good with that. It's getting to the point now to where when the big brother shows up, which is our OMCs, our one percenters, it's almost like the Grim Reaper done showed up. Whenever, whenever y'all show up, whenever they show up to your party, it dims, it destroys, it tones down, it kills the party. And the sad part about it is you keep having a party, you keep trying to invite people over to your clubhouses and to all these other functions, and it's not safe. All my one percenters and my OMCs, and again, you can take it how you want to take it. I'm not... Do you agree with that statement that the atmosphere changes? You can bring all types of incidences up where it did. Many people, right or wrong, say that happens. That when a 1% club shows up, the atmosphere's different, nobody's having fun, there's all kinds of tension. I've heard that time and time and time again. Let's continue. Nobody, I'm not going against nobody. I'm just speaking my mind. Stop it. Stop coming to our parties, our functions with the bullshit. The rule that you guys taught us was the clubhouse is to always be respected. The function is to always be respected. But yet and still, you guys are the one that's disrespecting our parties. You guys are the one that's pulling up with the bullshit at our parties. You guys are the ones that is causing all of the demise and causing all of the chaos and, 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 and buzz killing and, and, and fucking up our parties. True or false, if you look in uh, a lot of the incidences that do happen, it was at somebody else's event. He ain't lying there. One of the things you got to be is straight up when you're talking about this type of stuff. Because what we got now is a lot of people... Man, did uh, myself, sell and all them spring these people that want to put their opinion in, but they put their opinion in as clubs do no wrong. While at the same time saying everybody needs to just get along. Well, that can't happen if you don't have straight up debate. That can't happen unless you address the issues. Big Cell's taking it straight on right here. Let's continue. We don't come to your clubhouse or your party to start anything. We come to have a good time, patronize, and get the fuck home. I shouldn't have to worry about if me or one of my partners is going to have to get into a squabble or if me and one of my partners is going to die because we at an at a motorcycle event, which is supposed to be about love, peace, and happiness, freedom, and all that other shit that it's supposed to be about. Freedom, that's what everybody says, isn't it? Freedom to have fun, party, mess around with the chick, hopefully see your back of her head, just saying. 
But when you got this tension around, you can't be yourself. Prepare for if so-and-so and them show up or if this show up or if that show up or whatever. Fellas, what the fuck is going on, man? What's really happening? Where are we at? Are we to the point now to where that's what this shit is all about? It ain't about motorcycle riding no more. It's about just having an event so y'all can show up or whoever can show up and and look for somebody to call. Cause see, this is the thing that this is the thing that that kills me. Y'all know where each other at. Y'all know where each other be. But instead of going over there, or instead of facing each other at, at, at y'all spots, y'all want to come to the local ninety nine percent party. The the local, we just want to have a good time, ride a motorcycle, fuck some hoes, and and the hoes want to fuck you know fuck some dudes or whatever. But y'all rather come to an event that we have in a fun time event, and you come in that motherfucker like the Grim Reaper, and then boom, here we go. Powerful stuff right there, man. Powerful stuff. And for those that are getting pissed off at him for talking as a business owner, something's really wrong with you. I don't know if I would want to put out for one of these rallies insurance, security protection, For the people to be blown because some people want to beef at the place. And Sal's right. All these clubs know where each other's at. You don't have to go to a main event to take care of business. You just don't have to do that. And I believe that's the reason why there's so much negativity coming from a lot of bikers now. Now, these other uh, creators would say, well, you know, these biker news stuff, that's putting it out there. No, they see it on the ground. Now, this incident had to deal with something happening in Atlanta, Georgia. Big Cell personally knew the dude. And he got killed. Why? Because somebody disrespected somebody? How are you supposed to have a good time when everybody's sitting over there stone cold face and you have to watch your P's and Q's? A lot of these bigger rallies, a lot of people complain about the no patch uh, inside the bars, no colors. And yeah, it is freedom of speech. But it's also on the establishment where they have the freedom to choose who they want in there. They don't want the problems. Sometimes clubs are their worst enemies. But this is the kind of stuff that is now happening where it's turning a lot of people. Yes, clubs do all kinds of good stuff. And it's only a few that do stuff like this. But when they do, it goes on the entire club. Boy, do we see that all the time. But for Big Cell to have to come out 
and address all this internet stuff about him being a rat and all oh, snitch. Because, you know, you have to work with the cops when you have an event like this. Hell, if that's the case, when, you know, then this is to the supporters, because I really don't think it's the club members that really think this way. I think it's their supporters who, like, you know, bobbing on their freaking knobs. When a club has a huge funeral, a big one, guess who they go to? They go to the cops. They let them know what's going on, or hell, maybe even get an escort. Does that make them all rats? No, because that's how things are done. So going after Big Cell because he has to conform to the rules of where he's going to hold this rally and call him a rat? What the hell's wrong with you people? Past affiliations for all us creators. That's what they are, is past affiliations. We run legitimate businesses. So if I was to go have a big event in, say, Chicago, the first thing I would need to do is get a permit for Grant Park down on the lake. And the first thing they're going to ask is, what is your security? How many people are going to be there? And how much overtime do you think we're going to have to pay out to the cops to watch the event? Not to include insurance and everything else. That's the first thing that's going to be asked. And if I want to hold that event there at Grand Park, I'm going to have to pay the off-duty officers to be there. That doesn't make me a rat or a snitch. That didn't make Big Cell a snitch. It sure the hell didn't make Bobby D a snitch. Because that is a part of legitimate business. This ain't about the street at this point. That's what I don't understand with people is they can't comprehend that. And that right there is scary. They can't comprehend that all the stuff you hear on the internet or on the streets does not apply to a legitimate business. Anytime insane travel goes to a rally, I have to have insurance. Well, it's covered by the event. No, it ain't. I have to have individual business insurance on all our equipment. There's a lot of moving parts when you get into this kind of business stuff. Hell, Easy Rider's the same thing. Are you going to say everybody at Easy Rider's are a rat because they have to have cops at their events? Come on, grow up. <laughs> grow up. And it's sad to see Big Cell having to be attacked like that. Because he's trying to make himself better, because he's trying to grow a business. And then you guys come back, well, he's trying to make money off the life stuff. Man, get off of that crap. Harley Davidson's been doing it since 1903. Easy Riders have been doing it since the late 70s. 
anybody you see at these rallies at the vending booths are there to make money off the lifestyle. So shut up about it. It's like you're ignorant. You're either ignorant or you're jealous of others that they're doing it. It's their hustle. That's the way they go. And if they have to do that hustle legally, then that's what they're going to do. Which, by the way, now these times with all the technology, why would you even want to try anything? Everybody has a cell, damn cell phone. But that's your personal choice. And what Big Cell's saying is, don't bring that to my event. Don't bring that kind of stuff to a clubhouse that I go to. We don't want it. And you have to say to yourself, there are a lot of so-called pop-up clubs out there. And if you look at it logically, it has to be Many things, but one of the top things that they always quote is we don't want to be involved in all the shit. Actually, I'm surprised AMA uh, charter clubs ain't doing bigger uh, than they are, you know, because that's the first place these pop ups should go is to the AMA because they have a different mission than, you know, the street clubs. Again, I regress. I'm sorry, I regress. I'm actually doing a video portion of this radio segment, and I'm going to put it on the big channel because I was going to put it on the smaller one. But I think it's really important for some of us creators to stand behind Big Cell. Because I know as a business owner what he's going through. I might have disdain, or I might not like some of what cops do, but at the same time, if I'm required to have them at an event, well, I'm going to do that because I got an investment out there. The type of event he's thrown out there, he must have a minimum of 100K out of his pocket. I know he has a lot of rappers that are big time coming up. You got to pay them. There's a lot of investment in these events. And you don't want it screwed up by some street ass crap. If you can't understand that, I don't know what to tell you. Or you know what? Say you're, you work a 40 hour work week. And you got to, you know, you take home maybe, you know, 1500 bucks, whatever it is. I don't know what you take, but 1500 bucks you take home. And you want to do an investment. So you take 500 of that and invest it. Well, guess what? Somebody comes along and this could be just a party at a bar. So you want to have a bike night. And you invest 500 bucks in it, thinking that you're going to at least make your money back in some extra, you know, coin. But all of a sudden, some people show up and ruin it. Well, guess what? You done lost your investment. Because now, 
You're going to be dealing with insurance companies, ops, everything else. So you wouldn't like losing your investment. So if he has a minimum investment of 100K, do you blame him for playing by the rules? No. I sure the hell don't. And I think he makes a ton of great points in his video. And for those that call him a rat or a snitch, what a bunch of morons. Because I always thought bikers knew how to think for themselves. It wasn't all... You know, follow this and follow that without making up your own decisions. Hell, you're going to have people going after me now for backing him up. But I know who I am. I know how business works. I know what's needed. So your, your opinions really don't freaking matter to me. Because you're the ignorant one that don't understand these are the things that are required to have events. Let me know what you guys think of that right there. Um, sad state of affairs, it really is. When things like that happened in Atlanta or you have guys getting shot over the club stuff, Nobody should have to die. It's supposed to be, like Big Cell said, freedom, having fun, riding your motorcycle. At least that's the way it used to be. We're going to go to a kick-ass tune right now, and we'll be right back. I'm going to have China Dow in the studio with me. Uh, again, download the Insane Throttle Radio app. You can listen to us live or you to go in our Discord server. We rewatch everybody and we uh, interact with you on the radio live. Or you can go to www.insanethrottletv.com and listen to us over there. We'll be right back. After this. So how do you like the rockin' with Hollywood motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem show? Unbelievable. I love you people. I hear them a lot. They're as talented as anybody and any players anywhere. You're listening to WMMR TV Rock On.
Some sugar wooger, baby. I need to do an oino calling cleanse. Oh, just thinking about it. 
Mmm, getting all hard over here. Shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of the studio. What the fuck? You're fucking gross. Get the fuck away from me. You know what? I'm just ha- trying to have higher esteem for myself. Yeah, epic fail there, asshole. How is it an epic fail? <laughs> what, high self-esteem? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's all about you, you and your dick. Whatever. <laughs> You should have seen your face during that opening, man. You know what? That's funny as hell right there. You're a fucking tart. <laughs> you can just fuck all the way off. Why is it every day I get a bag of dicks thrown at me? <laughs> You're going to get a bag of dicks. You can kick rocks. Uh, whatever. Just all the above right now. Drink some camel piss. I don't know. Whatever. Well, we had a good conversation yesterday, and it led me to believe that self-esteem is really lacking oh yeah well it's hard for people sometimes especially in that work environment it really got me thinking (laughs) especially in that work environment (laughs) yeah because i think a lot of people face a lot of problems because they don't have self-esteem well yeah wouldn't you agree I do. And where do you think, you know, the lack of self-esteem comes from? It has to be from childhood. Well, Is know, it molded from childhood? What? Well, people are hard on themselves. I know I am. Well, you said you're the greatest critic of yourself. Fuck yeah. I'm the worst critic of myself. And maybe that's not a bad thing. And then you get all these negative, you get all these negative thoughts and negative feelings because you're being that critic on yourself, and you're kind of your self-esteem kind of goes psh, 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 down. A few I don't notches. know if I get critical of myself. I get hard just thinking about you. <laughs> Keep your dick to yourself. That anal colon cleanse, man. I've been thinking Ain't about it late. I've been ever. thinking about it a lot lately. Ever. Dude, then you better go find some hoochie mama because this fucking shit ain't happening. Literally shit ain't happening. Uh. <laughs> I think it could be a symptom of how your parents treat you. Or how you go through school. I think bullying probably has a lot to do with it. <laughs> you think? Because when you're bullied, I think you're kind of backed in a corner. I remember a time in school where the kid was getting picked on, but you knew he could fight back, but he was scared not of the bully, but of his parents at home well, and the, how they would react. Well, who the fuck's not scared of their parents when you're growing up as a kid? I mean, there's at least one or the other parent you are truly petrified of when you're growing up. Me? Yeah, it was hearing the, when your father gets home, I'm like, fuck! Mm-hmm. Under the bed, like, that matters, he can lift it. I thought it was a safe place. But does, uh, but, I think But that- it's like, if you don't, if you don't stand up for yourself with anything in life you don't stand up for yourself you're gonna always worry about the repercussions because you know if i didn't defend myself when i was growing up and you know when i was young i'm talking about an actual fight at school they're scared of protecting themselves they are because they're afraid they're gonna go home and they're gonna fight and they're gonna get their ass whooped for fighting or they're gonna get their ass whooped for not fighting so the cycle it's a double-sided coin 
and because they weren't allowed to stand up for themselves, then they're going to the have steam like goes it's bottoms gonna, out. It's going to go down to the toilet because they 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 don't stick up for themselves. And, and then it moves into got, adulthood. Everybody's got the fucking right to stand up for themselves. Right. No matter what the situation. Well, I agree 1,000%. But at the same time, that lack of being able to stand up for yourself carries into adulthood. Yes. Carries into the work environment where you feel like you can't do anything about it because of what happened in your childhood. Yeah. But there has to be a way somebody can boost that, can boost themselves. Like you said, you're the biggest critic of yourself. Tenfold. And I truly believe if you had a more positive attitude towards things, because let's admit it, you're a negative Nancy. You really are. You're a negative Nancy. Fuck, am I a negative Nancy? Are you? Are you saying you're not? It depends on the situation. We're gonna have we're gonna have a, a in depth conversation about this. Go ahead. You're being a negative Nancy for the littlest stuff, and you got to admit that you make mountains of molehills. I do, and I always say I'm not gonna. I make little shit, fucking crap. Bigger than what it really is. It does. Or or I make things, uh, make it seem like shit's about me when it's not. <laughs> well, that's 1,000%. What do you see when you look in the mirror? What do I see? What do you see, honestly? I don't know. What do you think of yourself when you look in that mirror? I don't know, uh... Dude, this is like an on-the-spot shit. What do I think when I look in the mirror? Uh, Just blurt it out. Uh, like my emotions or my looks or what? Well, what, the first thing that going? comes to mind when you look in that mirror. What the fuck have I done with my life? So the first thing you see <laughs> oh my God, is I a look, negative experience. Oh my God, I look fat. No. <laughs> but no, it comes down to Seriously. negativity. Every time I look in the mirror, it's negative. That's why I don't like looking in the mirror. Or I look in a mirror that's too small to where I can't see all of me. Mm-hmm. I, I like my little pocket mirror because it's, <laughs> it's small. But you have the negativity. Yeah, every time. Instead of having the negativity, maybe you need to turn it into a positive thing. Because I know you get upset when I say, man, she's getting old. Yeah. When it's only a joking around <laughs> thing. Yeah. But you actually take it to heart. Yes. Instead of turning it positive, where you I go after look, me on something. I may look old, but I look better than you, bitch. <sighs> that you do. And that's kind of turning it around having a positive attitude. Like me. I always believe when I roll out of the bed, I want to have a positive day. Where you, when you roll out of the bed... I'm a fucking dumbass when I roll out of bed. All you want is negative. It's not all I want is negative. It's just the way my mind works. My mind's like backwards. <laughs> it's like It's like I want to see the positive and everything, but I have too much of a hard time with... The negative. 
Why is that? And then the negative just gets more negative, <laughs> and then it gets more negative, and then, and then I drive myself fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And I probably and it's a vicious circle. Yeah, and I probably drive other people crazy, but. And do you bring that with you when you walk out the door? Yeah, I do. And then it's like, and and then I like if I leave here and go to work, yes, yeah, still negative. <laughs> I'm like, uh. So what that does is add a lot of level of stress to you that's not needed. Oh yeah, it's major undue stress. Which in return, with all that stress, it drags you down. It it ain't. I'm I'm sorry. Stress has to be one of the number one killers. I'm sorry, because it ages you so much. Where you don't need to age like that. If you if you challenge yourself to two things, I'm not going to go to bed pissed, angry, any of that stuff. I'm not going to do it. And two, when you wake up, you're going to say to yourself, I'm going to have a good damn day. I don't have to live like this. You know, what's funny is a lot of times I'll wake up in the morning and I'm going to be like, well, today's going to be a good day. And then I remember shit that happened the day before and I'm like, fuck, no, it's not. (laughs) Well, you got to learn how to put that in your past. (laughs) It's like, I got to try and get rid of what happened the day before. (laughs) Yeah, but you got to put that in your past. Because there's nothing you can actually do about what happened yesterday. There is so much shit in this world that I wish I can change, but I can't change because I have absolutely no fucking control over it. Well, maybe... Well, that's a lie. That's a lie. No, it's not. There's things you got to do that you can control. Well, yeah, there's things I can control, but there's also things that I can't control that I wish I could. So the things you can't control, you need to just let go. Because all that is is added baggage. Like the bags under my eyes? Because I get old? Because I get old? Well, it's not that you're getting old. It's sometimes you'll go to bed pissed off for no reason at all. And you don't get the sleep that you need. Or when I walk in and the lights are all on and stuff like that. That's not getting a good night's sleep. And that affects what you do. I don't get I don't get a lot of sleep because I have it to half the time I can't shut my mind off. Well, what can you achieve to do that? Me, I'll give you some weed, and I, I guarantee you're no, gonna be sleeping. Cause, no, because then I'll be paranoid, <laughs> and then I'll have a hard time sleeping because I'm paranoid. No, <laughs> you get paranoid when you smoke pot because that's the first thing that comes to your mind before you even smoke it. Yep, and it stays there. <laughs> so I'm paranoid. But you gotta admit, when you do, you fall asleep like a baby. Your mind don't race. You go to bed. Yeah, so, yeah. That's why they handed out for insomnia, these medicals. I'll stick with my prescription insomnia meds, though. Because <laughs> I'd rather than the weed. That's just my thing. I like No. Don't you hate... Let me ask you this question. Don't you hate being around a negative person? Yes. Which means I hate being around myself. This is true. <laughs> and from that point, you're always questioning yourself when you look in the mirror. 
I always question myself. And I think that's your problem. I always question myself. I second guess myself. Yeah. I told I just like yesterday, I am my worst critic. I'm bad. I'm terrible. And there's a lot of people that are ashamed to talk to other people. That's because you feel like a dumbass talking to other people about your own shit. Well, it has nothing to do with your own shit. Just having a normal conversation. And people lose the ability to actually carry on that conversation, which makes them more inward and detached from people. And when you get more inward and detached, your self-esteem just bottoms out again. Yeah. Well, you got to have somebody that, that you're able to talk to, though. That's the biggest thing. And you got to choose people that will actually listen. There's many people out there. Have you ever noticed when you talk to them and you're trying to tell them a problem, it automatically goes back to their problems? Well, there's a lot of times when you tell people your problems, they go, I, uh, that happened to me. Right. <laughs> they turn the shit on you. It's like, oh, wait a second here. I came to talk to you about an issue, but now it's all about you. So now it, that doesn't help you whatsoever. It's not going to help you get through whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. Because you want, sometimes you just want somebody to listen. And what leads to a lot of these mental health issues, I truly believe it, is those two points I just brought up. Not being positive and not being able to communicate with others. What that does is get you in this slump where depression sets in. Welcome to my world. It's not only your world, it's everybody else's that goes through this. Oh, yeah. That's true. I think there's more people that have that issue now more than ever, to be honest with you. Well, I think technology has brought that on. And if you don't stop looking at the phone, I'm turning it away. Sorry, my brother messaged me. Well, we're in the middle of a show. I know, I just told him that. God. Because you're not paying attention. and I am paying attention. God. This is what I got to deal with. My brother just messaged me. He's in St. Louis. He just messaged me. Good for him. Okay. Just say it. Rude. Am I right that those two can lead to depression? Yes. 100% accurate. You are right. Because if you don't have, if you don't, if you're, if you're a negative Nancy like me. <laughs> you suffer from depression all the time and I think you bring it on yourself. Yeah, I do. A hundred percent. Because I'm always thinking the negative shit. I got to be more positive. I got to do like I tried to do once before, but I stopped. Because it, yeah. What was that? <laughs> Leave myself notes. Okay, what like, did that do like, for you? Like positive vibe notes. Mm-hmm. What did those notes do for you is what it, I asked. It actually worked for a little bit. Then why did you stop? Uh, then I started criticizing my own notes. <laughs> what do you mean you criticized your own notes? <laughs> like, I'd be like, 
you're beautiful. Have a good day. Fuck you. I look like shit. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I would criticize my own notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's like. So would you say your self-esteem is good or it's bad or what? My self-esteem is probably in the toilet. So that's an issue that needs to be worked out. Just like other people have to work out that issue. 100%. It needs to be worked out. I need to make myself feel like a better person. And and you know what? People can tell you all the time, you know, you're a good person, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. And it's like, you got to believe it, though. Mm -hmm. And you got to be able to tell yourself that. And does that come back to childhood what i think some of it does i think a lot of it does really you know because it's like you know my my yeah she was special kind of special and she wasn't very positive she was always pretty negative towards me because i was the only girl but yeah that kind of that kind of fucked my world up in the beginning okay so that jealousy that she had towards you how did you break it with your own kids what's that what do you mean you didn't get jealous of them no uh-uh. You actually wanted them to succeed. Always. So that goes to show you that you're able to break out of that shit. Yeah. I'm able to break out of it because of the fact that, you know, she may have put me down every fucking day of my life because, you know, yeah, I was, I got more attention from my dad than she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, I was a daddy's girl. Can't help it. Mm-hmm. I mean... And it seems like some people will never be able to get over that, even till the day they die. Yeah. So what kind of life is that kind of shit? If they can't get over it and they just dwell on it and dwell on it, what kind of quality of life is that? Like right now, I'm looking at you. What kind of quality life is that to be negative all the time? It's not. It's going to lessen your quality of life, actually. Because it's going to put you so stressed that you're going to age quicker, and you, which I think I am, but... Well, you are. Let's be honest. You are. <laughs> I am. I mean, I still, But it's I because of your all... It, it has nothing to do with looks. <laughs> it's your own fault for doing it. Yeah. And you can't blame it on bipolar. You can't blame it on nothing. I'm not. No, it has to do with... You, I didn't say shit about bipolar. I ain't like, blaming nothing on that. You want to be negative. That's the life you want to live. I don't want to be negative. I just am. By your own choice. By my own doings. Just happens. And that's a... That's, you know, and I'm not the only one that lives that way. It sure the hell ain't me. I'm a positive motherfucker. I'm, I mean, no, I'm not talking about you. Why you think I'm talking? It ain't about you, Hollywood. Well, a lot has to do with me. No. But go ahead. Whatever. Whatever. It has to do with you right now. It's not you. It's not you. No. A lot of people out in this world have the same thing. They, I have negative, 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 negative. But we got to learn to turn it to a positive, and I guess it's not an easy lesson to learn, but we got to do it. One thing, you remember that movie Lucifer, the series, right? The TV series? Yes. Yeah. Where he said before you die, you can't have any uh, regrets or you go through this hell cycle. 
Yeah. What if that's really true? Regret is nothing but the definition of not being able to do anything to fix the past. So people should be looking forward and not to the past. My God, do you try to use that shit? You, you tried it on me this morning with the past. Yep. And it's like, you know what? You need to get the fuck over it. It's that simple because there's nothing that can be done. And all it's doing is making your mind race even more. My mind's always on the go. But that's not something to be proud of. I'm not. Fuck. Why would I be proud that my mind's always on the go? I wish I could shut it off half the time. There's a lot of shit I wish I could shut off. There don't need to be any wishing. Shit, half Just do. A lot of times I wish I could shut my mind off, shut my emotions off, and just fucking be an empty shell. <laughs> well, maybe you need to go to meditation or some shit. Nah, I tried that. I can't concentrate. <laughs> I think I have like ADHD or some shit. <laughs> I think that's an excuse by these uh, drug companies to push shit on you. I really do. Why? That's what I believe. Why? Because they make all kinds of money. I ain't on all kinds of shit. I only on one. I'm only on one medication. I don't care what these other doctors want to try to prescribe, even though they've tried prescribing all kinds of shit in my past. Mm -hmm. Don't want it. Not going to take it. So you just said you don't want to take it. So why mm -hmm. can't you apply that to everything? Why can't people apply that to everything then? I'm not going to take it. I don't need to keep on worrying about if I measure up to somebody else. I don't really give a crap if I measure up to somebody else. I just want to be me. I don't care. I just want to be me. And people are going to have to take me as I am. Well, you say that now, but how do you put it in practice? Slowly. One step at a time. So what's going to be your first step? My first step will be to wake up in the morning and start off by telling myself that I'm going to have a good day. And I'm not going to let anything bother me. Well, that's what everybody should be doing that's in that kind of situation. And things that happened yesterday have to stay yesterday. I honestly have trouble with it. With what? Understanding why people are like that. Any time, any minute, any moment, any second, you can be taken from this earth. And then when you got to stand in front of the old man upstairs, when he asks you, why didn't you enjoy life? I gave it to you. I enjoy life. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. There's things in my life that I enjoy. So why not be positive and enjoy it? One thing that always upsets me... What? Is the fact that there's kids... Sitting at St. Jude's... Mayo Clinic... Fighting... For the life... That everybody else enjoys. 
but instead of enjoying it, they waste it. Deep stuff. They, all they do is think about the negative, where you'll have four or five-year-old kids going through a life-threatening deal, and they're positive as hell. They're warriors. Maybe I should take a lesson from those kids. It's not only you. <laughs> Everybody needs to take a lessons from them kids. I agree. They go through so much hard, so much struggle and they're still fighting every day. So your life really ain't bad. I'm talking to everybody. Your life ain't bad. That's true. Nothing that can happen financially, any of that bullshit, is as bad as what these kids are fighting. So you have no excuse to have to be an asshole. And again, I'm not just talking about China now. Everybody knows she's an asshole. You're an asshole. Well, I am. Yeah. So why do you got to be an asshole? Because I excel at it. <laughs> but I do it in a positive way that makes me happy. See, instead so your, of... Your goal is to just do shit to make yourself happy and not worry about anybody else. No, it's no. quite <laughs> the opposite. Mm. I don't believe in getting stress. I like giving it. Why? Because then I don't have to worry about stress. So you just stress everybody else out. If that's the way they want to be. If they want to be negative, that's what I'm going to do to you. Because I don't want that kind of business around me. I don't. You're an ass. Every time you take a breath out there, remember it's a gift. Well, fuck, I wake up every morning going, well, I'm still breathing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously. Is that the only positive thing you got? Well, when I first wake up, you know, uh, I'm just trying to wake up. But I wake up going, hey, I woke up this morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's positive. I guess. <laughs> Depends who you're talking to. Right. <laughs> Is it positive I woke up this morning? I don't know. Is it positive y'all woke up this morning? Mm-hmm. I think it should be. We're going to take our first music break. We're going to go to Control my you 
M-M-R-D-B Rockford, baby. Hello, this is Danny. Danny, what's up, man? How you doing? I had to bring you on the uh, show. What's I, up, my brother? How are you? Yeah, good, man. You're worldwide right now. Uh, you know, are you in a positive mood today? I'm always in a positive mood. See? See, China Doll, he's in a positive mood. You can't be in a positive mood? Hi, Danny. <laughs> What's up, China, baby? <laughs> You're not in a positive mood, girl? No, he accuses me of always being a negative Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. So I say negative Nancy all the time, and nobody <laughs> understands it. Nobody gets it. It must be a Chicago it. thing, man. It's got to be, dude. It really is. <laughs> well, you're on WMMR DB 
Rockford right now, man. Live streaming live oh, all over the world. Up, everybody. You got to tell everybody about your channel, man. You know, Danny Delo, yeah. he's the next bat, best thing. Me and uh, BD spending uh, time with him. And uh, he's doing a hell of a job, man. So tell everybody about man, that I'm channel. Uh, yeah, so it's Danny Delo on YouTube. Um, I basically do different episodes on the biker culture, on the biker generation, the world, um, the MC culture, one percenter world, and uh, just try to educate our young generation on the do's and don'ts of the MC world. And I'm working on doing a at least one episode once per week. Plus, I plan on going live once a week. Plus, I have uh, what is it every Sunday. I had the neutral zone with Hollywood and Wild on Twos. Um, we air every Sunday, 6 p.m. Central Time on my channel as well as theirs. And then I'm on the round table with Black Dragon. We air that at 7 p.m. Central Time every Sunday. And, uh, man, just doing my thing, man. So come on over to YouTube and check me out. Holy moly, man. You're, like, busy. Check out Danny Delo on TikTok too. <laughs> Come on, check out his TikToks. Nah, you know what? Don't even don't even worry about TikTok. I, I don't. Uh, I'm not really <laughs> spending any time on TikTok anymore. Well, you know what? It's funny on Instagram. You put up that one video yesterday. You ugly, dude. You over here thinking you all hot and shit <laughs> like that. You ugly. Hey, I gotta try. You know, I gotta try. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a hater, Hollywood. I thought you were being positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's being a negative man? Danny's going to be making, uh, you know, arrangements uh, with me and Black Dragon. He's going to hopefully be out at the Iowa deal, uh, meeting all you guys and gals and stuff. And gals, you know, take yeah. it, take it easy on him. I know he's ugly, but take may, maybe you do a charity case for him. Oh, he is not ugly. Leave him alone. Wow. He is not wow. ugly. Dude, you want to talk? China? He, hey, he can't call you negative no more. Oh, not hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> okay, ladies. I think you feel threatened by my beauty. That's ladies, ladies, okay, ladies. <laughs> Go approach Danny D'Lo before you approach Hollywood. That's all I'm saying. Down. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Mm. Negative, yeah. Nancy. Mm. What? That hurt. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're a fucking traitor. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm just trying to help him out. Uh, the day before <laughs> Iowa, we're going to have a lot of people coming in. Uh, we're going to be doing a camp out, all that stuff, all the fun stuff. But I think you're going to enjoy Danny's uh, work, man. He's really doing good for just having a fucking phone, uh, you know, because, you know, he won't get a fucking laptop. Hey, hey, man, I need them donations. <laughs> <laughs> you got to donate to the hustle, man. Kilo, I'll get a laptop and I'll, I'll, put, I'll put out a better show if you just, you know, send that little donation out there. <laughs> you know what, though, Danny? I'm going to hook you up. I really am. I'm going to hook you up at the rally. I'm going to introduce you to a crazy Canadian. Her name is Donna, DMB. And, you know, the reason why we call her DMB is because we're going to have a sign outside. You know how the DMB, you take numbers and stuff? Uh I'm going to make sure you get number one. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. 
<laughs> uh, I don't even want to be number one no more. Now it's like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'll just bypass the whole line, okay? I don't know if she has pretty feet or not, man. I really don't know. You know, because I know that's a big judgment with you. Yeah, Danny likes sexy feet. Yeah, if you don't have sexy feet, Danny ain't getting on that ass. So, you know, hey, we man. can hook y'all right. up with information on how to contact Danny Delo and go ahead and just send him pictures of your feet. <laughs> and, oh, if he, God, no. and if no, he don't no, reply, you not. fucked. <laughs> I'll shut every one of my accounts down right now when I get off the phone. <laughs> I'll go into hibernation real quick. Danny has a mutual friend uh, of ours. What? Who? Red. What? Yeah. yeah. No way. Uh, that's my brother right there, yeah. Red, red. Oh, wow. That's been a long time. Oh, yeah, it has, yeah, man. We're going to have to try to get his uh, we're gonna have to get his ass out on a bike this summer. Uh, that's been yeah, ages. for sure, man. That would be great, though. You know, he doesn't, uh, you know, he doesn't, uh, it's, it's not easy getting him to come out and ride anymore, man. I don't know. Man, <laughs> he, he is getting old. We're all getting old. Yeah, we all are. What the hell is that? We interrupt this program. This is a national emergency. Important instructions will follow. What the fuck's going on? The following message is transmitted at the request of the United States government. This is not a test. A nuclear attack was commenced against the United States. What? Should seek a fallout shelter. Fallout is a product of nuclear attacks. Prolonged exposure to fallout will result in certain death. Are you there still there, Danny? Location that has yeah, been I'm designated here. as a fallout shelter. Go there now. Otherwise, seek shelter in the interior part of a strong building on the lowest floor. Make sure you have food, Is water, this real? and a battery-powered radio with you. Do not exit the fallout shelter until the all-clear has been Looks given. Like fucking real. To a station that is yeah, they never cut in on us. The president will be speaking on all stations shortly. Stand by for this message. Holy fuck. It's an attack. It's that shit from Russia. We interrupt this program. This is a national emergency. Important instructions will follow. The following message is transmitted at the request of the United States government. This is not a test. A nuclear attack was commenced <coughs> against the United States. Should see. Is that on TV, man? I just turned on my TV right now. I don't. I don't have anything going on yet. That's some scary shit. I know there's that shit in Russia and stuff happening right now. Yeah, I know. That's got me worried. Cause they're just dumb enough to try. Wow. They never. You know, I know my channel was routed through Greece. Maybe that's why. They probably got first warning. Yeah, maybe. We we're talking about the United States government, so. <sighs> wow. So. <laughs> we're to be lit up like a fucking radiation, man. Oh, shit. You see anything come oh. on yet? No, I got it on one of the news channels. <laughs> And I'm not seeing nothing going on here. 
What would you do in a situation like that now that we're talking about it? Um, <laughs> I, I don't play go, guys. <laughs> Are you worried? What? I'm trying to make fun oh, of this yeah. situation oh, right now, I'm, but I'm a little worried. Yeah, I'm definitely a little worried. <laughs> China Dolls over here cracking up. You just fell victim to uh, oh, fucking Hollywood's pranks. I'm over here looking. I'm about to call my mama. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, over here, I'm over here reaching for certain things and stuff like that. Right, man, it's about to go down. Bro. Anybody with an accent is going to get hit. <laughs> oh, y'all dirty. All right, all right, Game on, brother. Game on. He's all like, do I stay on the radio or what do I do? Do I stay on the phone in Hollywood or do I fucking hang out? Why the fuck on the radio but it's not on TV? I'm like, Do I stay on the line with Hollywood? Do I hang up and fucking leave? What do I fucking do here? I might as well stay on the phone. The show must go on, man. You can tell he was worried as fuck. What's that? You can tell <laughs> you were worried as fuck. <laughs> oh, that's a dirty trick. <laughs> you know I'm going to use that on Sunday, right? You better remember payback's a bitch for that one. <laughs> Did you tinkle a little bit? <laughs> What's that? No. Did- no. <laughs> I Fuck! I gotta I call my mom. Which girl, I was going to grab. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna go out like that, I'm gonna go out and in some. That's all I gotta. Do. I gotta get my nut off one more time before they light me up. See, man, now what would you have done about a hung up the phone, ran and just grabbed some sexy female and just caught a rape case? Just like, <laughs> you felt bad. I don't think my story would have held up in court, Your Honor. I was on this radio station with this guy named Hollywood, and we was talking, and then I heard the thing go off, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go grab a girl and do what I got to do. <laughs> and that's how I ended up catching a 35-year-old bitch. <laughs> well, you know what Donald Trump would say, wouldn't you? <laughs> you are fake news. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> That's hilarious. That was too funny. Oh my God, that, that was, was really funny shit. Down, what the fuck? Well, welcome to the morning hoot. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to go grab his body. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they're starting their three-way by X right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to God, I'm sorry I didn't talk to you. <laughs> Well, well, welcome to the hoot, dude. That's what we do on the radio. Yeah, yeah, we we yeah, play uh, all kinds of shit on people. Yeah, well, thanks, pal. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks. Well, that is Danny uh, D'Lo. That's a bitch. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> 
It did sound realistic, man. That's the most realistic clip I've ever got. It, it sure the hell did. Uh, I'll give it that. I'm saying it was a lot more Joe, fun. Joe could be on all of us when it happens later on today. <laughs> be like, and damn, man, Hollywood ain't doing this, man. I, I'm just. Like, all right, man. I know Hollywood's got connections, but this is Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I got to say, it was oh, way man. more fun doing it to Danny D'Lo than I think it would have been with Black Dragon. <laughs> Black Dragon would have freaked this shit out, man. He would have been like, oh, Tia! Tia! You know what? We should call Black Dragon and do it to him, too. <laughs> I want to hear him cry. He's going to be grabbing Tia and shit. I'm sorry, Getting the dogs. Man, I love you. <laughs> well, Danny, we're playing another game right now. Danny D'Lo uh, of YouTube and all that is joining us right now. We're going to play Cards Against Humanity and see what Danny comes up with. Uh, it's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness. Explain the game to him. Well, I ask a question, and since uh, most people are on the radio, but we do have a lot in Discord right now yeah. on camera, and they type in their answers in general chat, so since you are live, you just get to go ahead and answer. What's the okay. first question for Danny? What is your least favorite sex position? <laughs> My least favorite sex position. Hmm. Um, I don't think I have one. <laughs> <laughs> if I can make it work and if I can make it fit, I'm in. <laughs> Unless they have nasty looking feet, then you know, he loses his heart on. Yeah, yeah. Then it's that's gotta be a position where them the feet are hidden. <laughs> Put some socks on that bitch. <laughs> I already know what <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Leave your socks on, girl. I like that stuff. <laughs> Better traction. <laughs> I already know what your uh, least uh, favorite position is. You don't like anal, anal colon cleanse. Fuck you and your damn anal colon cleanse. You can all suck the dick. No. <laughs> Fuck you. Booty hole, no. Booty hole, hell no. All I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, wow. You know, uh, now Dirty Knobs has started hashtag Danny D. Bomb. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you don't have a least favorite position? Um, I mean, not offhand, to be honest with you, man. Uh, I, 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 yeah, no, not really. You're just a sex I mean, monster, all, man. No, no, it's just, you know, whatever, whatever floats a girl's boat, I'm into, you know what I mean? So you into, you know, are you into anal and stuff like that? Since, you know, you, you don't like ugly feet and stuff, you might get poop on so your uh, pecker. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it real on national freaking radio, okay? I'm not really, it's not that I'm not a fan of it, it's just. If she's into it, then I'm into it. I'm good with it. But as like like from nature, no, no, I don't really care about it. <laughs> and you know what? It goes back to when I was younger. So when I was younger, I had just got out of prison, and this was in 2002. And some bad things were going on in my life at the time. I needed to get out of Dodge, so I went to Peoria, Illinois, and I stayed with one of my best friends, Brandy. And when I was out there, I kept having panic attacks really bad. And it's the first time I ever experienced this. 
It's like you have a so heart attack. I ended up in the. What's that? It's like having a heart attack. I suffer from them. Oh man, it's 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 that and almost worse sometimes, man. You know how it is. So, you know, now I deal with them. But at the time, you know, when you first start having this happen in your life, you don't know what's going on. You think you're dying. You exactly. Know? So I had her take me to the emergency room. I went to the hospital, and they're running all kinds of tests. And I'm being honest with them, telling them cancer runs in the family, everything, right? So, needless to say, they wanted to they they wanted to do a prostate exam. Well, I didn't know what this was at the time, dude. I swear to God, I did not know. And I'm like, yeah, man, test everything. You know what I'm saying? I just want to know what's wrong with me. So my sister Brandy, she's kind of like laughs and goes, um, I'll be outside, bro, and goes outside, right? I don't know what's going on. So the nurse, or not the nurse, but the doctor, which was a female, thank God, walked up, starts moving her glove up, and I'm like, well, this don't look like fucking, this don't look good here. What's going on? She tells me to turn over, and next thing I know, I'm singing hallelujah, right? So she does her thing, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened, dude? So to make light of it, because I'm a guy, when I get nervous, when I get scared, I'm going to joke a little bit, right? So I jump off the table, and I put a glove on, and she's like, uh, excuse me, sir? And I'm like, it's your turn, ain't it? So she turns red as hell and runs out the room, right? So I, I made, I, I saved face on the whole situation. But after that, I told myself, I will never again try to get a woman to do that. Unless she wants to, I ain't doing it. Because, dude, I had a little fucking female doctor's <laughs> finger. And it felt like a Mack truck. <laughs> so I can't imagine what my dangling feel like. So you know what, ladies? If you ain't into it, I ain't going to do it to you, baby. I ain't, I'm going to nope. But if you want it, though, you know. <laughs> So she didn't miss. Don't they say that uh, the man's G spot on the prostate? So she didn't rub it for you? No, no, bro. I know that's what they say, and I'm not trying to fuck around and find out. No. What do you think about Danny's experience there, China? Though it's making me want to pee, laughing so hard. I, I, China, I swear to God, after that, what I, I, I have yet to this day. All right, I'm 42 years old. It's 20, almost, yeah, it's 20 years now that, that I've been out of prison and that situation happened. I have yet to try to tell a girl, hey, girl, let me put it in your butt. Nope, mm -mm, nope. <laughs> if you want me to, if you into it, then cool. We're, we're watch good out. to go. But. Some woman might tell you, if you want to put it in mine, I'm sticking something in yours. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's exactly what my ex said. I was joking with her one night in bed. And I'm like, you're going to keep fucking with me. I'm going to put it in your butt. And she looked at me, and she goes, whatever you put in me, I'm putting in you. And I'm like, all right, so no butt play. Good, <laughs> Good call. Like, I settled that conversation real quick. <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, most of the people in Discord actually responded to saying they have no no worst position that they, they, they had their least favorite, except for, you know, Greg says hanging upside down causes an issue. And, I uh, know Donna's into that motherfucking anal. She, she didn't answer. Of course she did. I got to answer that, man. Who the fuck is running around fucking upside down? <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be honest. We're grown-ass fucking grown-ups, man. Who in the fuck is hanging up upside Could you imagine here a guy like Hollywood trying to get upside down? And get the hell out of here. And then there's... We're fucking grown-ups. Then we got Flossie, our, our beautiful UK lady. Yeah, she's out of Britain. 
She says, standing up, she's too old for that shit now. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you, honey. I agree. (laughs) Yeah, you got people in Britain listening to you, man. Uh, South Korea. What's up? Shout out to Britain. (laughs) We're we're always listened to in the barracks of South Korea with the Marines and stuff. That's awesome, man. Okay, right on. (laughs) All of them, thank you for your service and... uh, God bless you guys as we go into some dark times out there. And hopefully a nuclear warning don't happen where Danny runs and say, uh, where you at, Mom? I swear to God. It's going to take a week for me to forgive you on that. (laughs) You know how many felonies were in progress in my mind? (laughs) You know what's messed up? Like, now now think about this. If, If they were about to drop a nuclear bomb on us, why in the fuck is my automatic thought I'm gonna go rob a bank? Like, <laughs> gonna do any fucking good in a nuclear war? <laughs> oh my Naturally, god! Naturally, the felon comes out of me like I'm gonna rob a bank. I'm gonna go hit that one Gucci shore. I'm gonna go <laughs> rape and pillage, man. That was that one girl that didn't say thank you when I held the door open for her. Like, She's gonna get it in the butt. <laughs> My breaking my promise right now. <laughs> well, we got one more question here on Cards Against Humanity. What is that question, oh, All right, this one's a serious one. What's the one thing you wish they taught in school? One thing I wish they taught in school. Hmm. Real history. Very good. Very good. <laughs> As as a as a part Native American man, I wish they would teach real history, and not the bullshit history that they try to replay to everybody. You're a Tonto. <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you dance around in feathers yeah, yeah. and shit. <laughs> you know what? No, I can't. No, I don't go that far. I can't exit sketch this now, man, because I I just imagine Danny all naked and shit like that, fucking with feathers on his head, dancing. Why are you imagining me naked? <laughs> That's my main concern right now, Hollywood. What's going on, man? privately. He's picturing that poop shoot. <laughs> He's like, ooh, that thing ain't been touching. <laughs> well, you know, at fifty, you're gonna have to go through it again, right? At fifty, you got to oh, get yeah, a, a prostate exam. I hope mm-hmm. it's a female. That's all I'm saying. You know what? I, I'll be honest with you, man. It, it's a messed up part of our lives, but you know what? I'd rather a finger in a butt than dying of some crazy cancer or something. Oh, very fucking true. And I went through the panic attacks like you, man. My freaking. Uh, I did what thirty days straight of going to ERs. Yes, my yeah, man, I've been there. That, that's all it was when I first got out, man. You know, it was just it was. You know, I didn't do that long in prison. That's that's the, the ironic and weird part. But you would swear that I did thirty years in Attica. You know what I mean? Because when I got out, dude, my panicking. I had panic disorder. I had anxiety really bad. It was just like a shell shock, man. Uh, I don't know, man. It was it messed me up, man. Oh, there's sad. no doubt. They put me on Lexapro. Because when I came home from prison, the first thing I did was call my guys in the gang I was involved with, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm done." 
you know, fuck y'all. Y'all didn't have my back. You didn't have my family's back. I'm out. So, I, you know, I got out of that. So you know how it is when you get out of the gang stuff. Right. Hollywood, you know, now all your enemies, now they're all coming for you because you exactly. ain't got no back. Exactly. You know? so, so I had all of that coming. I had the cops that hated me at the time because they thought for sure I was going to, you know, be gone forever. And here I am back home six months later. So I was just, I was scared of everything, man. It was, it was a shell shock to, to, to my whole system. Well, so, I, I actually, it was Basically, I had to do what two months in a fucking uh, outpatient because mine. Yes, they had me on Lexapro, Xanax, every fucking thing, man. Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. You know, and, and I'll tell you what, though, I, I still to this day have not taken any medication. Oh man, you're for, lucky for my for my issues. Like I just, it was hell. I went through hell going through it, but I just naturally started training my mind. To go with it but here's the messed up part about anxiety it, it, it attacks you one way straight at first once you your body and your mind you kind of train yourself to figure it out and and you learn okay all right this is this is what's going on so then you learn how to sidetrack it once you sidetrack it and you learn the disease and you're like okay I, I can cure it myself like real simple like almost snap out of it even though that's the worst thing you can say to us but you could snap your fingers and be out of it, and then automatically it's like your system throws you a new curveball, man. Oh, you're damn and, right. And, and then, and then it'll, it'll do a whole other anxiety thing. Like, you know, like recently I've dealt with where because, you know, I just had that virus and shit. I'm pretty sure I had it anyway. Right. And um, I noticed the other day, actually, I had to call one of my fans, um, this, this girl, uh, Jennifer. She's one of my fans, but she's turned into a friend of mine. And she's uh, like a top nurse in Georgia at a hospital out there. And she deals with COVID all the time and stuff like that, obviously. And um, she was like, you know, I called her up and I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, have you seen any patients experience like confusion and like can't remember things and just feel like you're in another dimension? And she was like, well, she's like, that's called COVID brain or something like that. And, and it can last up to six months or whatever. But then I, I woke up last night after a little nap, and I felt fine. And I'm like, you know what? That was freaking anxiety. Right. That's what had me tripping. I don't know why, but it just had me kind of confused, stumbling on my words and all that. Like, like right now, the way I'm talking, I wouldn't have been able to do that yesterday when I was going through it. Well, what's That's funny is you heart, said you know? once you know what it is, the biggest problem when you have your first panic attack or anxiety, the assholes don't sit there and explain what it is, so it keeps you going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've learned that talking, like, you know, I got, I've got certain friends of mine that I'm real close to, and I'll call them, mm -hmm. you know, and, there, and there's different ones that I'll call because it depends if it's late at night or during the day, but I'll call them and talk to them for a little bit, and they already know the drill, like, they're, they already know, like, you know, are you okay, Danny? And I'm like, yeah, I just need to talk for a little while, you know, right. I'll talk myself right out of it, and then I'm fine. But, you know, sometimes it don't always work that way, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a very, it's a horrible disease to deal with, man. Well, one of the things that really help is uh, go grab you a coloring book and start coloring. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. I'll, I'll do something like that. I'll start drawing or I'll even like, start editing a video or, you know, I'll play a game on my phone or something like that just to keep my brain occupied and going. Mm -hmm. and, then, uh, and then I'm all good.
Hey, China Doll, how is karma, by the way? A fucking bitch. Tell Danny what you mean. I used to fucking tell him when he was going through the panic and anxiety in the beginning that it was all in his fucking head. Then I had my oh, fir- then I then I had my first panic attack and I apologized to him. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what the funny part is that so people say ah it's all in your head and you almost want to punch him in the head because you're like no shit Sherlock that's exactly what the fuck it is <laughs> right? it is all in your head but but <laughs> it, it's messed up on how your brain just goes against you. <laughs> it does, man. It does. So Dirty Knobs has named your thing now, saying Hollywood's nuclear anal warning. <laughs> 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 oh, we have more fun on the radio than you do. He's going to get a good kick in his anal for that one. Oh, man. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually going to find a recording of that. And when we're riding to Iowa, guess what's going to be playing on my very loud stereo system? <laughs> All the way down the highway. You know what would be funny, man, is park the bike at the fucking uh, booth that we're going to set up, man, and just hit it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see motherfuckers yeah, start running. <laughs> How fast can bikers you know run? We we might have to do that. Like play like two or three songs for a couple minutes, and then boom, hit it with that. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to do that. Just fuck everybody up. Hell yeah, man. We can all drop to the ground and be like, "What's going on?" Panicked and shit. We're gonna have to hide China because she's just, just gonna start laughing. I'm gonna. Dude, I had to I had to get off camera on my freaking phone in Discord. I had to like move out of the way so I wouldn't laugh. <laughs> Oh, man. You did a good job, because I didn't hear a laugh at all. No, I had my face covered, everything. I was dying, though. Well, that was uh, Danny D'Lo. Make sure you guys go check him out on YouTube. Uh, Sundays, he's on with myself and Carlos on uh, the Neutral Zone, having a lot of good conversations lately. He's also on Black Dragon's deal. Uh, He's doing real fucking good and stuff like that. But we appreciate having them on the show. Uh, I'll be talking to you in about an hour and 15 minutes anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Right on, man. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Much love to everybody. Later. (laughs) That was funny shit right there. I think he almost shit himself. (laughs) He did. He's talking about going doing anal cleanses, and he doesn't even do them normally. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck am I hitting first? (laughs) He's going to punch you in the mouth. What was our reaction in Discord? I don't know. A lot of people got off the got off Discord. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't come back yet. Oh shit! Hollywood's gonna get in trouble. <laughs> they legit like a lot of people got off and they have not come back. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably running around prepping and <laughs> or they're cussing you out. You know, whatever. Hollywood's Same a thing. dickhead, man. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, that's the show for today. Hopefully, you had a good time. Seriously conversation in the beginning and then some fun at the end at Danny Delo's expense <laughs> poor Danny we're out of here guys we'll talk to you later <laughs> and that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku 
as well as go get the Insane Throttle Radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.